I'm proud of you, man, for, uh, you know, I think he is a strong enough, and depending on what Larry Fitzgerald does, he is a steady enough, like I said, like I said in a previous podcast, he is a quarterback that pretty much can play in any system. I know Michigan has had a layoff, uh, but they won the Big Ten. My, my problem isn't, is not the words that she said. I mean, I'm definitely going, they're going to be my choice for the national championship from the past that resembles anything of Jerry Richardson. Well, I, no, I agree with you. I, I, I mean, uh, like I said, I, I think he's one of the assets to the Hornets. I would hate to see him go. The defensive end out of Mississippi. Now, he's a little light. He, I believe he's around like 230. Set it off in this mother. Oh, man. Set it off. Boy, that, hey, hey, Mad Dog, you know how we do. And, and, you know, early 90s to mid 2000s. The hot boys with a joint. Hey, there was a time there, man. Juvenile, he was that guy. He was that guy, man. Miss Juvenile. He need to come out with some more. He has so much good music, man. He needs to come out and bless us with something else, bro. Yeah, Juvenile used to do his thing, man. Uh, he really, really set it off for the cash money boys. So, uh, you know, uh, that was the song of the week for us, man. Set it off. Set it off, man. Set it off. Hey. Well, we, 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 and another thing, man. I, I hope these, uh, I hope these, these mothers and, and grandmothers and girlfriends, man. I, I hope you all set it off in a good way for these fathers for Father's Day. Please set it off for them. You know, get them good gifts. Let me just say, man. Not all men want just like socks, you know, and underwear and t-shirts all the time. I, I'm gonna, just, I'm gonna get this off my chest, man, dog. I'm sorry. I, I know this is kind of like left field, man, but I'm gonna just do this, man. Like. Because Mother's Day, you know, Mother's Day is like this whole big old thing. Like, you know, you're supposed to get your mother a great gift. I mean, I understand she birthed you. She carried you in your body. I, I, do, I, understand. I understand. I'm not trying to be sexist. We love the mothers out here. We do, bro. But I'm just saying, man, it's like a lot of times, man, I just don't feel like fathers get their due as far as the gifts are concerned. You know, I know their families are around. You know, they're paid homage to or whatever. But you got to get these days good gifts, man. Come on, man, ladies, you got to do better. Like, it's like fathers, man, they, they get, they get, it, it, it's socks, ties, underwear, and t-shirts. Like, come on. I mean, you know, you, 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 you gotta be, you gotta think out of the box or power tools. Like, you know, we all don't want power tools. I, I, I'm not a handyman. I don't, I don't want a power tool. No, I'm Christmas, sorry. Go ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead. Father's Day, New Year's, <laughs> birthday. <laughs> Oh, that. It's the same thing. It's the same I, I, I thing. Come on. So, ladies, ladies, <laughs> please. Like, and again, I, I'm not trying to be mean. I'm just trying to help you all out from a man's perspective. Like, you know, you, you have to think outside of the box. Like, you know, we're, we're, everyone wants the men, you know, and children to think out of the box for Mother's Day. You know, you all, you see the Zells, Diamonds, and K Jewelers, and Diamonds Direct. Get your mother this great gift. I'm not necessarily saying get the get your father jewelry. He might not want jewelry, but he might not want a circular saw either. You know, <laughs> he might you know he might not want uh you know socks, church socks with the the Aragon design on them. He might want something different. You know, so that that's all I'm saying. That's all I'm saying. I, I do, I'm sorry, man. Dog. I, I had to get I had to get <laughs> hey, that off my chest. Hey man, I wish I was in the studio, man. Cause I'm over here bagging <laughs> up, man. <laughs> Going hard. Hey, I'm, I'm, I'm single, so you know, I'm single, ladies, so you know, I appreciate any gift, man. I'll take the time. You know what I'm saying? You know what I'm saying? I'll take the time, man. You know, if you, if you give us something for Father's Day, man, you know, you know, I, I appreciate any gift. You know, you, you know, uh, creativity is, is, uh, is appreciated. I feel you. No, I feel you. I feel you. And, and look, I'm just, I, this is, this is, I'm, I'm speaking from the outside looking in, bro. I'm, I'm actually not a father, but, but I, I've, I've seen and I, I have friends that are fathers. I have a father. You know what I'm saying? I'm just, I'm just, I'm just right now, I'm just giving you all information that I've already been given. Like, you know, they, they might not want that. You know, that, that's, that's all I'm saying. Just think outside. Every, everyone gets their mother a nice, nice gift on Mother's Day. Just think outside of the box for these fathers. You know, they might want something different, you know, outside of, you know, just what comes on these commercials and, you know, the run of the mill socks. I mean, I, I feel your situation, Mad Dog. You say, and, and that's great. You know, you're, you're, you're appreciative of any gift that you get. I understand that. 
I'm just saying, though, you know, ladies, think out of the box. And, and ladies and, and, you know, sons, you know, think out of the box for your fathers, man. Get them a nice father. I mean, you know, save the, like you said, mad dog, save, save the socks and the T-shirts. Maybe save that for Christmas. You know what I'm saying? At least, at least do one holiday. Do something different. Do something different. That's all I'm saying. That's all I'm saying. So I'm, I'm going to get off that now. I'm going to get off now. I hope everyone, all the fathers out here, including you, Mad Dog, I hope y'all have a great Father's Day. And I, I hope at least one person heeds my advice. You know, hey, if I, if I hey, could, oh, go ahead, go ahead. Now, can you cook? You can cook. Uh, I do a little. I mean, I can. I don't cook a lot, but I, I can. I do a little here and there. Uh, only reason I was asking, bro, you 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 gonna be making your own dinners for the next couple of weeks, bro. Keep <laughs> talking like that. <laughs> you gonna well, make your own food? Well, look, hey, look, I'm not a great cook, but I'm great at calling in and ordering food. Though. I'm the master at that, bro. <laughs> Right. I'm the, I'm the master at that. Chicken wings. Yeah, oh yeah. Chicken wings special. Get that chicken wings special. Chicken right? wings, all right. Hey, chicken wings all day. China tea room, you get 10 wings and vegetable fried rice for $8. I got it all day. All Let's day go. long. Let's go. Let's go. <laughs> hey, yeah, so, so like I said, happy Father's Day to all the fathers. We're going to move on to a lighter subject, thankfully. Um, and a, a subject that I mean, we have just as much to talk about. I mean, it's so crazy. The NBA Finals. Oh, man, Mad Dog. The Warriors pulled out the broom on uh, LeBron James and the LeBronettes. Man, like what happened in the Finals, man? Like 4-0, and then the Cavs were down by 30, almost 30 points in game four. Man, I mean, what do you th – this Finals – this finals performance and the fact of being swept. First of all, Mad Dog, I, I just want I want to get your feelings on the finals altogether, but I definitely want you to address um, what you feel. Do, do you feel that the Warriors are officially a dynasty now after winning three NBA three NBA championships in the span of four years? Uh, I mean. Yeah, I guess, how can you deny it? Uh, three and four years, that's, uh, uh, three, that's, that's pretty much a dynasty in the making. Uh, if they're not a dynasty already, um, they're the best team out in the land right now. Uh, I don't see anybody stopping them. Uh, now we're going to get, probably get into some, uh, some other talk and what's going to happen with free agency. Uh, but they're a mega team. Uh, they're a mega team. And, uh, as long as they can keep their team intact, uh, I don't see anyone stopping for at least another year or two, uh, depending on what happens. Um, so as far as the, the finals, ah, man, I don't even know where to start, G. I really don't know where to start. There was, uh, <laughs> are, it was are you, like watching. It was, are you speechless, man, though? You're not speechless, are you? I'm not speechless. I'm just, uh, it was weird. It was, it was, it was a weird finals, man. It was just from LeBron breaking his, so I guess he broke his, his hand, uh, to <laughs> JR. Did you just <laughs> say, I guess he hand. broke I his gonna, hand? I, no, I ain't gonna, I ain't gonna do that to the king. I ain't gonna do that to the king. <laughs> but it's just, I wanna, I wanna, I keep, but it was just weird how the comp in the, in the, how that after game four, he came out with the cast. Like, why, why be all dramatic about it? You know what I'm saying? Why come out? You didn't come out with the cast the whole time. I get that because you don't want to let it know because, you know, people will start going after that game. But why after the series, all of a sudden you're showing up at the press conference with the cast in your hand? Why not just let it ride out? You know what I'm saying? Like, he had to be all dramatic about it. You know, you know what I'm saying? Like, oh, why, no, bro. Why, why do all that? Bro, listen. Why I'm, do that? No, bro, I listen. I understand. No, no, bro, listen. I, I'm, I'm going to let you get the rest of your points out. You just wait. I got a lot to say on that. Yeah. I'm, yeah, I'm, so. I'm going to just tell you like this. Uh, we, we, we're, we're definitely going to do really, bro, because we know the people love really, bro. LeBron <laughs> almost got, he, if it wasn't, <laughs> if, listen, if, if, if it wasn't for uh, another situation that was like, 
like two times more ridiculous than that. LeBron was very close. Oh yeah, definitely yeah. Two uh, actually, that's Kevin Durant four point oh. We're gonna get into that too, but 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 if it wasn't like you said, if it wasn't for Kevin Durant four point oh. Uh, LeBron was on the cusp of getting the really bruh for the soft cast. Well, he really right. was. That that right. that was really ridiculous. And, and I'm going to go out there right. and I'm like I said, I'm going to let you finish, but I'm going to just go ahead and throw this out there before I even get on to it. I kind of lost a lot of, uh, not a lot, excuse me. I kind of lost a little bit of respect for LeBron for that whole cast situation, man. Like, I, I can't really yeah. respect that. Man. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Yeah. But, I, but, but let me let you, let me let you finish and then I'm definitely going to jump on. Uh, I guess I'll, I'll start with game one. Uh, which is was probably the most important game, which is probably the, the most interesting game out of the whole series, except for when KD uh, dropped that dagger on him. What was that, game three? Uh, so yeah, I want to make two that points. Was game three. Right, so I want to make two points. I want to make, uh, I want to talk about both of those games. Because those two games were very important. Uh, the first one, obviously, the J.R. Smith thing. Now, uh, you know, LeBron came out, dropped 51 on him. Uh, did his thing. Uh, but, you know, I think, um, George Hill missing that free throw was big. I that think, uh, even before that, even before that, you know, I know some people talked about LeBron, you know, even passing to him in the first place. Um, you know, I'm not, I, man, I, I mean, there's, you can say one thing or the other, but I mean, the man has 51 points. Um, I think he should have, he should have took the game over. He should have, he maybe he shouldn't have passed it to him. You know what I'm saying? You can say anything. Yeah. You know what I mean? Because yeah. you're, you're on fire at that cause, you know, but LeBron's a playmaker. So, you know, uh, if Tatum, not Tatum, uh, uh, Clay Thompson, what yeah. is that grabbing? Yeah. Grab towards him. If he would have grabbed him, maybe George Hill would have got an easy layup. Yeah. Yeah. But, um, so those were, there was a couple things that happened before the whole J.R. Smith thing. But I think the, 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 the whole J.R. Smith thing, <laughs> and they was getting him on the knee. I knew that was coming with the Henny. <laughs> <you know. laughs> I mean, uh, you, you can't, there was so much, there was so much that happened. And that last, from LeBron going on the bench, from them, uh, and yelling at Ty Lu, to Ty Lu not calling a timeout, to J.R. Smith running around, uh, going, running all the way to New York City, uh, from, <laughs> <laughs> from, uh, from, uh, you know, George Hill missing the free throw, from, and after overtime, they was just so out of it at, at the overtime, they didn't even, like LeBron didn't even pass the ball to none, none of his, his teammates. And he was missing shots. You know what I'm saying? They were still in the game. And in overtime, they, they were just done after that. So, I mean, there was so much that happened in that first game. And that, that game one is very pivotal. That was probably their best chance to win the game and possibly extend the series because, you know, you know, in, in, in the first game of a series, you know, those were, those are when the least adjustments are going to be made. You know, and the, you know what I'm saying? So that's the perfect opportunity to steal a game on the road. Oh, no, um, I, I so, agree with you totally, bro. So, um, I mean, I think that, that game won. I, you know, I, and I caught, like, after that first game, and I, I think a lot of people was like, serious, so. Because I saw it in the, in the overtime. Once they came out in overtime, they just looked like a totally different team. LeBron was missing shots and he stopped relying on his teammates. Now he did end up the rest of the series, uh, you know, during their averaging a, a triple, triple double and, at, and ended up passing a lot to his, his, and deferring a lot to his teammates. But, you know, because of the hand situation, I think that had a lot to do with it. I think he, he actually, uh, shot, uh, 20, 25 or 27% from three, and he actually started passing the ball more, and he, he, he actually stopped shooting as much. So the hand factor played a lot going forward into the series, and that game three was also a very pivotal game 
because when KD hit that shot, LeBron was guarding him before he shot the ball and switched off. Now, you know how they were switching off. On yeah, all oh, yeah, I meant to ask you about that, Did too, you see man. That? Yeah, he switched off. He didn't even set a screen on, bro. I, I don't... They said, like, a hand. They just, like, stood in front of him. And he, took, he switched off of KD. He switched off of KD and passed him over to, um, what's the boy that, that came from Utah? Oh, uh, uh, Rodney Hood. Rodney Hood. He passed him off to passed Rodney off Hood. Again. Rodney Hood, he shot that dagger right in his, dead in his eye, boy. Dead in Rodney Hood's eye, boy. Yeah, I mean, series over. I mean, Mad dog. I mean, Rodney Hood really couldn't do too much. I mean, that was like a 36, 38 foot three. Um, it, th- there's no defense for that. But no, I'm right there with you because I had even forgotten about that. Um, right. He passed. Yeah, I, 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 I think. I think. Why don't you switch? On? Why? No, I'm taking him. <laughs> I'm taking KD. Nah, move out the way. I don't care. We just switch the screens all day. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? No, I I agree like, with you. I agree with. I mean. Your hand. I almost, I almost got beat up in, I almost got beat up in college. I almost got jumped by my whole team for, for a play like that. You know what I'm saying? So I know for a play like that, not getting over a screen are, are very crucial. So you know what I'm saying? I have a personal experience with that, you know? So. I tell him, man, dog. No, I'm, I'm with you. I'm with you. And I, I can tell that happened because it's so much passion in your voice right now. I, I, I feel it. Mm-hmm. I feel it. No, I'm with you. I mean, listen. Your hand hurting, and, and, and I got, I'm, I'm, don't get me, I'm not a LeBron fan, but I'm not a LeBron hater either. I mean, I respect LeBron's game. I respect greatness. I do think he's great, but I don't know. I, I think that whole situation, like you said, with game one and him breaking, like the, 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 and, and, and all those things you described, I feel like you didn't even really get into the, the, the most, the thing that happened that affected the series moving forward the most. And that was him punching the whiteboard and breaking his hand. Right, right. Like, yeah, you know, yeah, was, yeah. Or, or as as you said. So, quote, so you want to explain that? You want to explain that? Oh, sure. Like, or, or what happened? Right. Yeah, definitely, definitely. So, and um, so basically, after they lost Game One, I guess they go back into the locker room. Um, LeBron is, you know. You know, uh, understandably upset on how game one ended. They end up losing. And I guess he just loses control for a moment and he punches the whiteboard. I guess the whiteboard that they use in, uh, you know, in the visitors locker room in, in Golden State. And if not breaks his hand, he injures it, you know, to a point where it's going to affect him. Number one is his shooting hand. And he injures it to a point is either broken, which he said it was broken, or it was injured to a point where it was going to affect him shooting and affect his play. Um, as you alluded to, um, no one really, no one knew about it. Um, well, they say Golden State may have known about it. I'm not sure, but no, no one in the media knew about it. Uh, you know, no fans knew about it. Uh, so in between game one and game four, he was wearing that soft cast that you saw him come out in in the the, the, uh, the press conference after the game four loss. He was wearing that if he wasn't practicing um, or, or doing any basketball activities. So if he didn't have any basketball activities, he had the cast on. Um, but and, and I'm going to get back to that in a second. I just do want to quickly answer the first question. I do think the Warriors are a dynasty, um, man. A, a crazy dynasty. I mean, this is literally, I mean, there's a lot of people that's been saying that they feel like the Warriors are the best team ever assembled. I mean, I feel like that's debatable, but I mean, they're definitely one of the top teams of all time. I mean, I'm not going to step out and say number one because that's not even really a debate I'm trying to have. To me, it really, that debate really doesn't even matter because I'm not really a big Warriors fan like that. But I mean, I can definitely say, uh, top five and possibly top three greatest teams of all time. I mean, easily. Um, it was unfortunate, and it seems like this happens to Chris Paul every year. It was unfortunate to see that Chris Paul got hurt in game five and then couldn't play in game six and game seven because it would have been real interesting to see how that Rockets series would have ended if Chris Paul was healthy. Um, 
Hopefully there's a team, whether it be Houston or another team that can give them real competition again, at least in the Western Conference finals, if not the NBA finals, depending on, you know, who that team is. But man, I mean, I mean, they just easily disposed of the Cavs. I mean, granted, like you said, LeBron's uh, hand was supposed to be hurt uh, or broken, uh, but they just easily disposed of the Cavs. I mean, it, it was, it, oh man, I mean, they, they do. I mean, that, that is one of the greatest teams I've ever seen, you know, in my lifetime. I can easily say that. So yes, they're definitely a dynasty. It's going to be interesting moving forward because I know uh, KD is going to opt out of his contract, but he says that, you know, he's going to, you know, all of his plans are to stay a warrior next year. I think Clay Thompson is up for a new contract. So, I mean, the, the, the thing to me that is in the way of them winning more championships is how they're going to dole all these, this money out to these four superstars. Uh, to make sure that all of them stay on the team. So, I mean, we'll see how that happens moving forward. We'll definitely be able to discuss that more. But as far as LeBron, man, and LeBron's legacy, to me, I don't know. Like I said, I, I respect LeBron, his game, his greatness. I'm not a LeBron fan, but, I mean, it kind of tarnishes his legacy to me, man. I'm sorry. Like, the whole thing with what you said, I totally agree with you. So, you break your hand in game one. Don't tell anybody about it. But then after game four, when you get swept in like blowout fashion, you want to come out with a cast on. Nah, bro. Nah, you, you don't get that. You're LeBron James. You're the greatest player in the game. Like you don't get that. You come out there and you just, you, you take the questions for your butt whooping, man. Like nobody wants to see you with the cast on like, Oh yeah, I was hurt. Nah, bro. You don't get that with me. I mean, me personally, you don't get that with me. And beyond that, you know, beyond that, mad dog, I'm like, LeBron, you know you're the only chance that you guys have to win at least one game. To me, if he would have won one game, it would be totally different. I'm like, man, to me, I'm kind of like, how can you even be the best player in the game? Like, if you couldn't even carry your team to one win in the finals, man, I'm sorry. Like, I'm just going to go ahead and put it out there. I know he was hurt, but, like, he chose to come out after the fourth game. I didn't know he was hurt in all them games, so I'm thinking – it's nothing wrong with him. So I'm going I'm to stay on that because that's what you wanted everybody to think, regardless of the whole, like, I didn't want Golden State to know, whatever, man. Like, I I'm sorry, man. I'm a little disappointed in him, man, dog. Like, you know, to me, that's kind of like, he, he, he kind of copped out, man. He copped out. Yeah, I want to come out there, feel sorry for me. I had a broken hand and I had to lead this team. Well, man, you, you were the reason you broke your hand. It wasn't like you fell on your hand in a play. Like, I know some people were saying that, you know, he, you know, people criticize him for every little thing. But look, man, if you're the best player on the team by far, I mean, yell into a pillow, like, you know what I'm saying? Throw a teammate up against the lockers. I mean, do what you got to I'm serious, man. Like, do what you got to do. But, like, you can't. You can't injure yourself, bro. Like, you're the, you're the only you're the only chance of your team winning any game. So, like, once you injure yourself, you know what I'm saying? It's over. It's a wrap. Like, so I, I'm not necessarily trying to criticize that action, but I mean, you, you got to have more self-control than that, man. I'm sorry. Like the team is dependent on you to win. So you go out there in all those other games and you're hurt. Like you can't shoot threes anymore. Like you're basically not the player you were in game one. And it showed, I mean, it, like you say, it, it was great that he was able to still average a triple double. I mean, that shows his greatness. But at the same time, man, like, it, so you make, I mean, you, you let your emotions get the best of you and you break your hand. Basically, once you broke your hand, you, you, you basically handing the Warriors a sweep. That's basically what you did, you know. And then to compound that, mad dog, you want to come out. You should have seen my face, man, because, like, I, you know, I was working that night. You know, we I watched, we watched game four. The last game that I went home, you know, cause I always like to look at the press conferences and stuff, especially after the finals, and, you know, some of the, the Western conference finals, the Eastern conference finals games, just to see what players have to say. So bro, I'm sitting on the couch, like waiting for him to come out and this dude comes out with a cast on. I'm like, what in the world? And then, and then, you know, and then these, uh, the, the reporters are like, yeah, there was a report that, you know, you injured yourself in the locker room, like, game one. I'm like, what? 
Yeah, I just started shaking my head, man. I, I can't. I'm sorry, man. I, I can't respect that, man. Like, just take your butt whooping like a man. Like, don't don't come out here and try to blame it on the fact that like you broke your hand or whatever, man. Like, that's a that that that's a cop out to me, man. You got your butt whooped. You got swept. To me, that tarnishes your legacy because you couldn't even carry your team to one win. Don't get me wrong. I, I know Golden State is a great team, but, like, you had one win in you showing game one. Granted, J.R. Smith blew it, and we about to talk about that, too. Well, not even J.R. Smith, Tyrone Lou too, but we'll talk about that in a moment. But I, I really feel like um, uh, the word tarnish may be a little bit too strong, but in my mind, I just feel like you were good enough to get one game. Your actions basically took your team from winning one game, and you got to wear that sweep, man. You got swept in the finals, and the last game wasn't even close. You got to wear that, bro. That's awesome. Yeah, I definitely think that the uh, sweep tarnished his um, his legacy uh, more so than the whole dramatics uh, after game four with the broken hand. Um, you know, because that's the, 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 the broken hand thing or the, the, the soft cast at the press conference after game four. That's LeBron, man. He is known as a crybaby. You know, that's what kind of separates him a little bit from, uh, you know, the George or the Kobe. You know, uh, they, Jordan and Kobe, they may argue a call, but LeBron, he just, he just cries, and he flops, and he does these dramatics with the soft cast after you lose a, a series to make it look like an excuse, you know? So, yeah. you know, that's, that's him. So I don't think that's going to tarnish, it, even though it, it, it may be for the short term, because, again, LeBron is known as a crybaby. Uh, being swept, definitely. Uh, you know, there's, even before the season started, or even during the series, people talk, we're talking about uh, Michael and LeBron. People jump over Kobe for some reason. But Michael and LeBron, Michael and LeBron. There is no, there should be no conversation. And I don't even hear that conversation coming up nowadays. Uh, that that conversation is, is, is definitely over. Yeah. Uh, as, far as, as far as the actual action of him breaking his hands, uh, I, I will say this, uh, for the most part, uh, LeBron is, um, maybe not so much on the court, but in the media, uh, outside of the court, he's pretty much, uh, he, he's, a, he's a professional. Uh, I've, I've never seen him, him do anything, uh, to that magnitude or to that stupidity. Uh, that, first of all, that shows you the importance of that first game. And, you know, uh, I'm not saying what I'm not giving him a pass, definitely, but it, it, it was it was a dumb move. It was a dumb move on his part. Uh, but I've never seen him do anything to that to that magnitude. So, but it was it was bad timing for him to do. It was stupid for him to do. It really uh, uh, messed up their chances uh, for to uh, to uh, to win or at least win some games. Um, so it, it, it definitely, it wasn't, it wasn't a smart move at all. But at the same time, like I said, that shows you the importance of that game. That shows you the emotions of that game, uh, for, for someone to have never done anything like that. To, at that point, you know, at that point and at that time in the finals to do something, uh, that idiotic, it, it shows you <laughs> the, the, you know what I'm saying? No, no, I, I agree. I, no, I, I, that shows the emotion. Yeah, no, I agree with you, man. And I know we're all human and I'm not trying to come down on them, but I'm like, yo, like you, you know, you're the only chance your team has. Like you have no right. Dwayne Wade. You have no Chris Bosch. You have no Kyrie Irving. I mean, you have Kevin Love, but like Kevin Love is below Chris Bosch. Like he's like the, in the stars that you've played with in the past, like he's like the lowest caliber star. Like he's not, he, he can't win you a game. You know, so, I mean, you just, you got to be able to think all, you got to think, you know, you got to, it's tough, man. It's, I mean, I know he was, I know he was frustrated. I know he was upset, you know, but for him to do yeah, that, like you said. I'm not giving him a pass. No, no, I know you're not. I know you're not. No, I agree. No, I know you're not. I know you're not. I'm, I'm just saying, like, it's tough. And then for him, I, I guess I could maybe, 
if he didn't come out with the cast in game four, maybe I can. Right, right. This is where I am, and I think you agree with me. But if if he hadn't come out with the cast in game four, then maybe I could give him a pass on breaking his hand. But like, so, but but don't don't break your hand and then come out with a cast in game four and say feel sorry for me because I broke my hand. Nah, bro, you can't have it both ways. That's where he went wrong. Yeah, he should have just. Drove off into the sunset and just go ahead and take your loss. Take your sweet, you know bro. Take your sweet. I mean, take now, your sweet, bro. But don't, don't, don't do that. But, but you know, the best don't way in in my eyes, and I, I want to know if you agree with me on this. In my eyes, like the best way for you to get sympathy on breaking your hand is like not anybody finding out about that until they do the thirty for thirty. You feel right. me? You feel right. me? Like, like, yeah, just, just never anybody say anything about it when they do the thirty for thirty. Like, you know. 10, eight, ten years from now, they'd be like, well, what happened was, you know, after game one, right. LeBron You'll broke his hand. Yeah, and then you'd be much like, oh, th- then you would watch it and you'd be like, oh, so that's why he couldn't pull a game. Okay, I understand that, but I can at least respect him for not saying nothing about it. You know what I'm saying? Like, he took his, he took his L like a man. You know what I'm saying? Like, to me, he didn't, again, I'm not trying, you know, I'm not trying to challenge his manhood, but I'm just saying, like, he didn't take his L like a man. Like, he, he tried to come out there with an excuse, man. I, I can't rock with that. You know what I'm saying? I, I'm sorry. But also, but also, but also, like you know, I just 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 popped in my head, like, all right, he's going into free agency. You know, uh, he's trying to get, you know, a max deal or, or 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 you know as much money as possible. If people don't know that he darn near got a triple du- that he got a triple double, average a triple double with a broken hand, they just think he got swept. Then they're looking like, ah, you know, I don't. Yeah, and it's LeBron saying he's the best player in the world, so I, I don't think that will really be an issue. But you know what I'm saying? Like, from a business aspect, looking at him, he's like, man, they need to know that. No, nah, I, I mean, triple double on a broken hand. Like, I could score 51 on the Warriors without a broken hand. If you want to beat the Warriors, you need me on your team. Yeah, yeah, no, instead I got. Of, instead of LeBron got swept by the Warriors, not knowing about the broken hand. And now, you know, I'm not going to really put, put all my team out there for LeBron, even though teams probably still will because it's LeBron James. Yeah. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? But no, but, but, but no, that, that's a, that's a, I mean, that, that's a, a good point though. I mean, it, it, we, I mean, we're, we're, this is, this is all just speculation, but you know, I mean, that, that could be possible as well. I mean, that, that definitely could be possible as well. Um, you know, and, I just want to ask you, so, you know, you, you went in depth and I did kind of to you, you, you basically in depthly explained what happened on the court game one. I explained what happened, uh, you know, after the game was over, but my question to you, mad dog is, so is game one and how it ended, is that J.R. Smith's fault or is that someone else's fault? Yeah, that's the fifth fault. Yeah, I mean there was a lot of factors. If you want to, you know, you want to play the politics of sports, you can say, "Oh, this," happened. you know, like I did before. Oh, this happened. LeBron should have threw it to uh, George Hill. George Hill should have missed the free throw. Da da da. But come on, bro. Now, oh, oh, no. Ty Lue too. Ty Lue too. Ty Lue also. Because he should have called a timeout. That's the coach. You know what I'm saying? The whole team should have been on the stage. Like, that's the coach. Beforehand, you got to be like, look, if he misses this shot, call a timeout. Obviously, he didn't tell none of the players that. None yeah. of the players communicated that, communicated that to each other. I guess they just figured, oh, George Hill going to make popo. Yeah. Well, you know what I'm saying? Like, nobody was prepared. <laughs> none of the players. Not even LeBron. Now, now who, nobody was prepared. Now, well, well, let me rephrase the question. Then I think I phrased the question. Right. I'm no, no, I'm no, you I'm good, yelling. you good. Let, let me rephrase the question. Let, let me phrase it like. Let, let me reframe it. Let me frame the question like this: Who deserves the most blame? Because obviously, I mean, you've just gone through it. It's definitely not all J.R. Smith's fault. He does deserve some of the blame, but who deserves the most blame in that that game right. one fiat fiasco? I'll tell you who deserves the most blame. Uh, who's the maker of Hennessy? <laughs> <laughs> nah, you gotta put it on the coach, bro. You gotta put it on Ty Lue. You gotta put it on Ty Lue. J.R. Smith is, he's done that before. 
He's done that in New York. Yeah. All the players were not on, on, on. They didn't all know the situation. Like I said, even LeBron. Because Ty Lue had to, he's supposed to call the timeout. He's a coach. He's supposed to call the timeout. He's supposed to tell the players, look, if he makes it, we're in this defense. If he misses it and we get, and, and they get the rebound, they call a timeout, da, da, da. If he makes it and we get a rebound, da, da, da. You know what I'm saying? He did not put his players mentally with the mindset to win that game at the end. So you got to put that on time. Well, hey, listen, I'm right there with you, but we, bro, we, we, we agree on this one. We agree on this one wholeheartedly. Uh, <clears throat> there's a lot of blame to go around, but I definitely blame, I, I definitely think Tyron Lou deserves the bulk of the blame. I, I agree with you. Your team has to be prepared. Um, they need to communicate with each other. And at the end of the day, I feel mad dog. Like as a coach, you have to be, you have to hope for the best and be prepared for the worst. So right. you have to hope for George Hill to hit both free throws, but you have to be prepared for like the worst case scenario. So if you get the rebound, but no one puts up a shot, you have to like, if there's a rebound and, and not, not a, uh, a, an immediate putback, then you have to be prepared to call a timeout. Right. I mean, that's, How that's the players. Not, no, you have. Yeah, How that players not know you have time. Yeah, out? I mean, and even LeBron asked him at the side, on the sideline, "Did we have any timeout?" And he was like, "Yeah." That's when we saw LeBron pop. Yeah, the dude, <laughs> he had a timeout. That's on Ty Luke. Yeah, no, nah, it is. I think he deserves the bulk of the blame. I mean, cause like you, I mean, it, like you said earlier. I mean, it, it's well known that J.R. Smith is a space cadet. I mean, that's well known. Like that, that doesn't surprise me that he did that. I mean, to be honest with you, I'm just going to be full disclosure, mad dog. Like, I was sitting on the couch. I thought he did the right thing. I thought they were winning, too. <laughs> I did. Like, really? Like, Damn, I, I, bro. I, I, yeah, I did. I thought they were winning. Like, so when he ran out there in the time run, I was like, oh, man, the game is over. Like, they, you know, they yeah, stole I, game one. I know how you get down. But, I know how you get down. But, but listen, but the difference between me and J.R. Smith is I'm watching it on TV. Like, he's in the game with the score and the clock and everything right there in front of him. You know, nah, so he was watching it on TV too. He was watching it on TV <laughs> in another world. <laughs> he was in another world watching on TV. Was, was he, he was in he, Avatar City? Was, he was, he was in the, Avatar City. <laughs> was was he in J.R. Smith Land watching it? He was watching it too with J.R. Smith, Smith Land. I'm telling you, he was in Avatar. He was in Cartoon Land. That's where he was. Oh my God! He was oh in Cartoon God. Land watching watching what? it right with you. Well, we definitely agree that uh Tyron Lou deserves most of the blame in that situation. And um and that's a great segue into the next question. So being that Tyron Lou deserves most of the blame and you know, his acumen, I believe, in this particular situation can be questioned a little bit as far as being a coach and then the team that Cleveland has around them. Um, as you know, and as is expected, that LeBron will opt out of his contract on June 29th and become a free agent. Does LeBron stay in Cleveland, or does LeBron go somewhere else, man? You know what? This is this is the topic of of the next month, man. As soon yeah. as Game Four was over, as soon I mean, even before, but as Soon, the next day, that's all everybody has been talking about, man. I'm I'm not tired of talking about it, but I'm tired of hearing L.A., 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 <laughs> L.A., L.A. But, man, dog, that's how you, you can't, man, dog, you can't, man, dog, you can't be tired of that. That's how you end the show. You can't be tired of the L.A., L.A. <laughs> LA, LA, huh? <laughs> yeah, right, right. I got you. True, true, true. <laughs> but uh, <laughs> so uh, I mean, man, no, I don't see him. I mean, you hear stories. According to his wife, they say that it's either LA or Cleveland. Then you hear all these other teams. I'm not going to get into all the other teams. You hear Philly. You know what I'm saying? But yeah. I don't think he can say in Cleveland, man. Because, you yeah, know, he I agree. He came back because he, he came back because he had some unfinished business, right? 
Yeah, yeah. And that unfinished business was to bring them a title. He did that. He did. He did that. He did. The team, the team, he has no players around him. <laughs> the, the owners and the or <laughs> the owners in the organization, uh, you know, I, I hear he doesn't even get along with the owners. You know what I'm saying? So, I mean, there's just so much, you know, uh, that's not looking good for Cleveland. Uh, I guess it's still a, a option, but, um, you know, you know, uh, I don't, I don't, how, how do you? I think even if he would have won, I think even if he would have won, he still would have left. Yeah. No, I, listen, I agree on that. And I, I definitely say I would feel if they, if they would have won the NBA finals, I would have been like, is it definite he's about to leave? He's out. He's won exactly. two. He's won two, and, and and they and they haven't and they it, before he won the first one, it, they went like fifty years without a professional, or fifty two years, or fifty three years without a professional championship, and then he's won two like in the last five years. Yeah, I think he definitely would have bounced, but I agree with you, Mad Dog. I, I just don't see how he can stay. Um, you know, there's been rumors. I don't know if you've heard this, but there's been rumors out there that the owner. He's been trying to unload the team while LeBron is still on the team so he can get maximum value for the team. And you know LeBron's not going to let that dude make money off of him. That's the same dude that, like, wrote that crazy letter after he left to go to Miami. So, like you said, like, LeBron doesn't really fool with him. I don't know if you saw uh, when they won the Eastern, you know, when they won the Eastern Conference Finals against Boston, you know, they they, they played up for a little bit how he kind of, like, dismissed. Uh, and I, I can't think of the owner's name now. is uh, Dan Gilbert, I believe. Yeah, I how, yeah like, when yeah. when they when the, when the team was walking out, like, to the stage to get their, you know, to get their Eastern Conference uh, championship trophy, you know, like, all the players were shaking Dan Gilbert's hand. And, like, LeBron kind of gave him, like, a it wasn't even a shake. He kind of, like, touched his hand. He didn't even look at Dan Gilbert. Like, he just kind of, he just kind of brushed past him. You know what I'm saying? So, like. I'm sure he doesn't fool with that owner. I mean, you you said it earlier, as, as I think, like, just by the mere fact that this man broke his hand on a whiteboard because of the basketball acumen of his team and his coach, like, he's gone. He can't come back to that. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, he can't come. So, I mean, like, how would he come back? I mean, there would have to be major changes. Like, I think Ty Lue would have to be gone. Like, they'd have to retool the team all over again. But, I mean, there would have to be major, like, major changes for him to go back. Now, I don't know if it's going to be the L.A. Lakers or not. And this is definitely a subject we're, we're going to, you know, move, go back to in, in NFL, I mean, uh, NFL, excuse me, NBA, uh, free agency, because, you know, basically when we talk about NBA free agency in the future, he's the first domino to fall. Nobody else is going to do anything until he decides where he's going to go. So everything is basically on hold until he makes a decision anyway. But, I agree with you. I mean, I just, I just don't see how he goes back to Cleveland. I mean, but, at, but at the same time, Mad Dog, like, I mean, yeah, uh, him and Kawhi and Paul George sound pretty good in LA, but, but listen, but I don't, but I don't know if they're going to beat the Warriors, bro. Like the, I mean, the Warriors have a squad. Like that's, that's the, the they have a squad of squads. Like that, I mean, that squad is, I mean, they're, le- I mean, they're legit. You want to talk about dominant teams? Like, they're a legit dominant team. Don't get me wrong. Like, I, I'm not going to sneeze at LeBron and Paul George and Kawhi all on the same team. I mean, that would be a great team depending on what they have around them. But, I mean, I'm not – I mean, I, I can't definitively say that they would be able to beat the Warriors in the Western Conference Finals and play in the NBA Finals. I mean, do you think you could say that? Uh, Yeah, I, I, I could. I could. Oh, okay. I, I, I mean, definitively? I could say that they can pop. Oh no, not definitively. Uh, well, here's why I like that. I think if it's LeBron and Paul George, definitely not. If it's LeBron and somebody else, no. But if it's LeBron, Kawhi, and Paul George, that's first of all, that's defense all across the board with them. That's length all across the board. You could pretty much put Lonzo Ball and and a big man, and yeah, I think they could they could beat. I think the only team really that could possibly beat the Warriors is Houston and a mega, a mega team like LeBron, Paul George, and, uh, and, uh, Kawhi Leonard. Come on, bro. Shoot. That's crazy squad right there. 
that's a crazy spot right there. No, I, I, I agree. I definitely agree. But my issue is, I mean, does, does he really want to see the Warriors? I mean, for all these years, like the, the, the past couple times, um, uh, the, the past couple times that he, that he has gone into free agency, um, he has, um, avoided going to the Western Conference. So, right. right. I, I, I agree. I agree. So my, my whole, my, my whole thing is, um, my whole thing is, so is this the time when, I mean, basically it seems like the Warriors are at their strongest. I mean, KD's been there for two years going on three. He has two NBA finals MVPs. I mean, I, I just, it's going to be interesting moving forward because I really don't see any fits with him, um, in the East. I don't think he's a fit with the, with the 76ers. Right, no. Um, but no. if he goes to Boston, then they'll have to get rid of Kyrie because no. Kyrie doesn't want to play he's with him. He's not going to Boston. He's not going to Boston. So, That's I mean, so he has to go out in the West because there is no team that he can go to besides Boston and possibly Philly. Not, not even Philly. If he was to go to Philly, they can't beat the Warriors. The only team out there that he can go to that can beat the Warriors is Boston, and he's not going to Boston because yeah. Kyrie's there. And I don't. That's I, I just don't see that working with them trying to give up Kyrie, and I, I just don't see that Boston thing working. Um, so the only opportunity he has to beat Golden State is to beat them out west. Yeah, yeah. With a mega team. You know, uh, he, he's not going to Houston. You, you don't, you don't think he's you know going to, you don't, you don't think he'll go to Houston? It's too much. They, Houston has to give up too much. They probably, they basically gotta, they basically gotta give up their whole team except for Chris Paul and, uh, Paul George. I mean, uh, uh, Chris Paul and James Harden. They would have to give up Capella. They would have to give up Anderson. Anderson's got a huge contract. I mean, I think it's just too much. I'm not saying he won't and he could, and I'm not saying that they can't make it happen. But it's so much that Houston would have to do to make Le- to to get LeBron on that team. No, I, I, I'm talking salary, salary wise. Oh no, no, no! I'm with you. I'm with you. I'm with you. I, I know he would probably want to go there because his friend Chris Paul is there. But again, I mean, even that's even though that's his boy, I mean, I'm looking at Chris Paul's injury history, and I'm like, yo, bro, like I might want to kind of stay away from that. I mean, unless. You're going to give this guy like multiple off games during the season. So he'll be good enough and, you know, so he'll be fresh enough in the playoffs. But I mean, it just seems like every postseason, like Chris Paul has some kind of major injury that, that puts him out for the whole postseason. I mean, you have to take a look at that too. Um, so. Well, isn't Chris Paul, um, um, able to opt out? He, yes, he, he is able to opt out. So, I mean, you know, there's another scenario. Well, well, yeah, that, that's what I'm saying. There's another scenario where Chris Paul could go to L.A. too. So, uh, right. So you can get LeBron. Man, look, <laughs> you can get if 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 say for you know, and and I've been having this conversation after after conversation with the L.A. and L.A. and L.A. and L.A. But we're talking <laughs> about it, so let's do it. I mean, if if you can get Chris Paul, uh, LeBron James, and you know, Paul George or, or Kawhi Leonard, uh, maybe Chris Paul wouldn't have to play as much. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Maybe he could take some games off. Uh, he wouldn't. Because in Houston, and, and, and even in the uh, with the Clippers, because remember, also, he was supposed to go to L.A. when he had Kobe. Yeah, yeah. He was going mean. to L.A. Yeah. To the Lakers. He ended up going to Clippers. But even in Houston, he, he was their closer. Yeah. He was, yeah. you know what I'm saying? He had to, Close the game. He had to play hard. You know what I'm saying? Even though they had James Harden, he, Chris Paul was their closer. No, you're right. So maybe you're right. he won't have to do. Maybe he won't have to do that if he can get what a mega team with LeBron and, and some other people. And, and, and he, he, I, I'll say quickly, he earned mad respect for me in that closer role. Like I said, I thought I was disappointed that he got hurt near the end of that series right. because I was real interested to see because they, they definitely put up a fight and they made the Warriors uncomfortable to a point where. You know, I thought that they may have a chance to win that series. So, um, they did have a chance. And, and you know, if you can, I don't know if this is going to happen because I'm thinking LeBron is like, if he comes to the Lakers, 
I'm thinking he's like, man, y'all got to get Lonzo Ball out of there. But if he does come and Chris uh, Paul comes, yeah. if Chris Paul comes, I don't know, maybe Lonzo Ball can back up Chris Paul, you know, and he can play well, bulk of the minutes and Chris Paul can come in as a closer. I don't know, but, but I mean, it's here's definitely. Here's my thing with Lonzo Ball. Here's my thing with Lonzo Ball. I don't need to cut you off, but. Oh, no, you good. Go ahead. So, I was thinking the same thing, but at the same time, like, who really wants to, who, who wants Alonzo Ball? <laughs> first you gotta take, first, you know what I'm saying? First you gotta bring the drama pops, the VAR ball. Who wants to deal with that? Exactly. Uh, no, I'm with you. I'm with then you. He didn't have, he, he didn't have, he didn't live up to his life, to be honest with you. I agree on he that didn't too. He live up to, to his, his draft pick. So does anybody really want to deal with that? Does he have any value at this point right now? I, mean, I don't know. I don't know. That that's a good question, but like I said, they would be. I mean, no, that's a great question. Uh, they would be able to keep him though because he's on a rookie contract. I mean, even if they couldn't find a trade for him, I mean, I mean, if Chris Paul comes to your team, Chris Paul's going to automatically be a starter. I mean, he's not going to start over Chris Paul unless right. Chris Paul says that he's going to come off the bench. But if LeBron is there, LeBron wants to play with Chris Paul, so he's going to start. Right. You know what I'm saying? And he's on a rookie contract, so you know it's not like they're paying him. 14, 16, 20 million dollars a year right now, either. Yeah, but he's a headache also. Oh, no, I understand. No, I'm with you. LeBron doesn't want to pay. LeBron doesn't want to play. He's immature, too. Yeah. Him and the Kuz, you see him and Kuzma? (laughs) Yeah. Like, you might have to separate them. It's ridiculous, man. Yo, (laughs) like, I don't even know why LeBron wants to go out there, man. I mean, you have. D'Angelo right. Russell. He might be like, yo, you gotta get rid of Lonzo Ball. Yeah. Or I'm not coming out there. You know what I'm saying? He might, he might force his way, but who's gonna take him? Like, that's why I'm, I'm not saying LA is definite. Everybody's saying LA, LA. Yeah. That might not be a definite, bro. Well, you, well, look, well, look, you know, Le- LeBron is known for that. He, he got rid of, he got rid of, uh, Andrew Wiggins. He told Cleveland Wiggins gotta yeah. go. So, so he is, yeah. he is known for that. He is known for that. So no, so no, definitely, man. I mean, this is, you know, we're just, we haven't even, uh, the, the NBA draft is this coming Thursday. Uh, the, the Cavaliers have the eighth pick. Hornets have the 11th pick after, you know, we're, we're definitely going to get together and talk about the draft after the draft is over. Um, and, and you know, with whoever Cleveland picks may be some type of indication on what they think LeBron is going to do. Um, but he, you know, he has to make a decision on opting out on June 29th. So we still have some time on that. We're definitely going to come back and revisit, uh, this subject, but we wanted to move on to our best subject, our, our, our best, uh, uh, portion of the show, subject of the show. Um, our really bruh segment. Really, really, really bruh. Really. But before, before we get to the Really Brush segment, we would like to talk about our, our Really Brush sponsor, who is, uh, the plug sports marketing. We stay connected, baby. It's a lifestyle. Never unplug. That's the plug. We stay connected. And if you want to follow up on some of the things that the plug do, you can, uh, some of the things that, uh, the plug does around the country. Uh, you can, uh, follow, uh, my Instagram at Chief Media. Uh, uh, Mad Dog, your Instagram, let them know your, your Instagram, uh, and your Facebook because you, uh, put a lot of the plugs activities on your Instagram and your Facebook as well. What is that, Mad Dog? Yeah, I'll be plugging the plug on my Facebook, Mad Dog Mike, or on my Instagram, Mad Dog Mike. Check us out, baby. Definitely, definitely. So, we appreciate the plug for sponsoring our really brush segment. Uh, the plug definitely stays connected. Stay connected to the plug so you can be connected to everything that the plug does and just starting to get revved up. And the plug is going to be into a lot of the sports activities on the East Coast and the West Coast. So stay tuned for that. For our really brush segment, Mad Dog, got to get into Mr. Brian Colangelo. Former general manager for your adopted NBA basketball team, the Philadelphia 76ers. 
Let's Six talk about <laughs> Let's talk about Mr. Colangelo. Uh we we alluded to him earlier in the show by saying Kevin Durant 4.0. If you listen to the podcast, we talked about Kevin Durant earlier um with his uh he was found out to have a burner account uh for on Twitter in which he would argue with fans that had dissenting opinions about him or about his move to uh, the Golden State Warriors. So let's just say Mr. Colangelo, I guess he may have gotten that idea from KD, and he took it to a whole new level. <laughs> a whole new level. So um, what Mr. Colangelo was found out, or excuse me, Mad Dog, that he, they've now blamed it on his wife. Which I don't have a first name, but I will just will just go as Mrs. Colangelo. Um, Brian Colangelo or his wife was found to have five burner accounts on Twitter, in which uh, she would quote unquote she, and we can talk about that in a moment, would go on and argue and fuss and fight over Twitter uh, with Sixers fans and I guess people that were not Sixers fans about particular players put out information about players' relationships with other players and front office management, uh, uh, players' habits as far as practice habits and things of that nature, and just it, it's craziness, craziness, uh, information that should never be just uh, public information uh, within that, you know, that within an organization. Um, so he definitely has to get the, Really, bro? <laughs> really, bro. Really, bro. Burner. Burner, burner accounts. accounts. What's and, with these burner accounts, bro? And, and you're the GM of a professional sports team? Uh, let me know something, man. What, what's going on with this? I mean, it's, it's, it's crazy um, uh, what's going on with the, the social media aspect. Um, you know, uh, he. Uh, I heard that he was Talk or allegedly, his wife was talking trash about him. He and his work <laughs> ethic and and this and that, you know, about uh, Markel Fultz and and the picks. I mean, it's just so much going on. So uh, I believe he was relieved of his duties. He was uh, recently, and it's crazy how like the uh, the the conversation can change because right after their loss. Against Boston, people were talking about Brett Brown and how he possibly could lose his job. But he, he actually, out of all this, ended up getting a promotion, at least on an interim basis. He did. Uh, he did. Yeah, it's like the interim he, general he, manager, he's right? Over the duties, right? He's taking over the duties as general manager, and he will continue to be the coach uh, while they uh, while they search for a general manager. So uh, good for that's good for Brett Brown. I mean, uh, I, I really don't. I don't know what else. I don't really know today this situation except for uh, really, bro. Really? <laughs> I mean, I mean, really. You gonna have you gonna have multiple accounts talking trash about players doing this and that. You old dude. Yeah, old. I mean that. That's like, what I. That's what I was gonna say. Like, so you have these burner accounts online where you're fighting with people like you're a 15 year old teenager. Like, that's crazy to me. And like the whole fact that whether it's his him or his wife, you ask me is him. I think he just tried to like blame it on his wife. I don't know his, why his wife would, 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 would take that L. You know what I'm saying? Like she should just let him take his L like a man. I guess that's the theme of our show with this Father's Day and these cats not wanting to take their L's. You know, LeBron running out there with a cast on. This guy want to blame his burner accounts where he's fighting with people on his wife. Like, man, I mean, you know, that. That's crazy to me. Um, but, but yeah, man, like this social, like you said, he's a grown man. Like it, it's not like he's 21 or 22 years old. Um, he's not a, you know, he's not a generation Xer or, 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 you know, like it's, I mean, it, it's, it's bizarre, man. It's really bizarre. This guy has lost his job because he wants to go on Twitter and like fight with people. I mean, basically it just shows that, uh, you know, he was not really, um, you know, he, he really didn't have a lot of confidence in himself. I think that's the bottom line. 
you know, when you want to go back and fight people and, and go back and forth with people, that just shows that you don't have a lot of confidence in yourself and the job that you're doing, which I mean, bottom line is ultimately, you know, well, not only because he had compromised his organization, but uh, the 76ers, but you just show that you don't have any confidence in yourself. Like he doesn't even have confidence in what he's doing because he's letting what these people say get to him. So, I mean, it is just a, a crazy situation. Definitely go online because, I mean, there's like pages and pages of these different Twitter accounts in which, like you said, they put out information about Markel Fultz, their previous number one pick, talking junk about Joel Embiid, um, his, like you said, his work ethic, work ethic, excuse me, um, talking about how, um, you know, different players interact in the locker room and their practice habits and things of that nature. I mean, it's just a really, really a crazy situation. And on that note, he really, really gets the really, bro. Really, bro. <laughs> <laughs> you gotta Man. do better, uh, Calantula. You gotta do better. My, here's real quick. Um, here's my thing. Like, if you are making all these comments, allegedly, about the people around you, your coaching staff, your players, then what's that say about you? Exactly. Right? I agree. And, and, um, you know, if, if you're going to make those comments, then, uh, uh that, what, what does that say about you? And then at the same time, you just told us what it says about you because you tried to blame it on your wife. Yeah, definitely. Definitely. I mean, I'm going to tell you. My wife wouldn't take that L for me. She let me go ahead and take that L. Like she's like, nah, you're not gonna drag my name through the mud because you was on Twitter acting ridiculous. You know what I'm saying? I already know that. Like I wouldn't even bring that to her. She'd just give me some crazy look, you know. And then that that would be the end of it. So, um, but yeah, it, it's a totally crazy situation, man. I mean, it, that that's definitely he's definitely earned a really bruh. And, uh, <laughs> that's crazy. I mean, hopefully we can have a follow up on it right now. He's unemployed. As you said, he was relieved of his duties. Um, you know, we'll see if he pops up somewhere else on the NBA roster. I mean, I'm not roster, excuse me, but an hey. NBA front office. But I mean, I don't he even, said somebody's out. he said somebody's out to get him. That's what he said. <laughs> In one of his stories, somebody, he quoted someone's out to get me. <laughs> wow. 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 Someone is out to get him. That's that's so interesting. Oh man, yeah, someone's out to get him. All right, his own self, he, his own self conscious is out to get him. Definitely, definitely. Right. Oh man, so hey, it's been a great show, man. It was great to get back on the mic with you, brother, man. I appreciate you, yeah. uh, you yeah, know, calling yeah. in remote from your, you know, remote location. You know what I'm saying? Again, yeah. we got to keep that location low key because we I'm don't want. Here. We don't want your fans beating your door down, bro. You know what I'm saying? I'm, I'm out here with J.R. Smith, baby. I'm out here in, uh, <laughs> in J.R. Smith land. <laughs> in Henny land, baby. Hey, well, look. But yeah, no, nah, I wanted to. Go, go ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead. No, 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 I was going to say. I want to say, though, uh, before we get off. I, I, no, definitely. I definitely go ahead. appreciate you, bro. I definitely appreciate you. I definitely appreciate the passion that you bring. I, I, I appreciate the entertainment. And the conversation that we have when we're, when we're doing this thing, man. And I know that you, you, you work hard and that you, uh, you know, that you, I just appreciate you taking time out of your busy schedule to, uh, to chop it up with you, bro. Oh, no, no doubt, man. No doubt. And that's definitely likewise, man. I mean, you know, you went out of your way to, you know, call in from, you know, your remote, remote island location, you know what I'm saying? This evening, you know what I'm saying? And going out of your way to do that. So I appreciate that, man. Always love. You know, chopping up the sports with you, man. Hopefully all of our listeners love and continue to listen and give us uh, support and feedback. You know, it's definitely a great thing, man. You know, we like I said earlier, you know, we had to take a couple of weeks off, you know, just to kind of get everything together. Been some changes, but we bet we're back, you know, and I uh, had a great yeah, show, man. You had a great show. And, and why are you out? I just, the only thing I wanted to say, you know, is that while you're out there in J.R. Smithland, man, just tell him I said personally from the chief, tell him I said, man, keep your head up, man. Like Tupac says, keep your head up. You know, I'm not just with, with the, with the Tupac right. quote, man, keep your head up. Tell, tell J.R. Smith to keep his head up while you out there, you know, chilling out with him. 
I got you. I got you, bro. This is Mad Dog Mike signing off. Uh, letting you know that, uh, number one, sports is another perception of life's reality. And if you want to be a dog, be a nasty dog. <laughs> LA, LA. LA, LA with JR, baby. <laughs> no doubt, no doubt. And this is the chief signing off. But before I sign off, I'd like to say, use some words from my man, Two Chains. If you woke up this morning, you win it. We out.